Las Vegas, famous, fabulous playground of the West. A wide open town that never goes to sleep. Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! You're either in or you're out. Right now. My best mates are going to Las Vegas this weekend. I'm told it's incredible. Las Vegas, here we go! Pack your bags and get ready for a different kind of Vegas experience with someone who knows Vegas inside and out. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Live from the Vegas Strip, welcome to Vegas Never Sleeps. I'm Stephen Maggi. You've heard all the things that visitors and residents as well say about Las Vegas. You know, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, and it can only happen in Vegas. Today, you will hear about an experience that is really unique to Vegas. And here's a hint. It involves a state-of-the-art airplane. Let's face it, besides thrills and the unexpected, Vegas is also known for great parties. America's first master sommelier, Eddie Osterlin, is here to help you put together a great wine party in your own home. Your Vegas insider, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com, is here as well to poke holes in some of the myths about Vegas. Mr. Big is here with another Modalt story. And finally, Hero School creator Tiger Todd begins a series answering some of your questions about homelessness. Let's go to Vegas, baby. Let's go to in Las Vegas, one of the things you have to do is get on a plane and go see the Grand Canyon or go up and down the Strip. We talk about it a lot. But I got such a better idea today for you that you've got to hear with us is Paul Salek. He's the president of All in Aviation, AIA. It's a Las Vegas company that does things a little bit differently. And Paul, you take those trips and you make it really special because now suddenly you can offer somebody the opportunity to do it themselves, so to speak, with people there. And also maybe uh, fill out a dream that uh, what better way to start out than with something like this. Kind of explain what you are offering. Yeah, so I mean, in essence, we are we are a flight school, and we are going to give you the opportunity to uh, take the controls of a brand new airplane. Um, our aircraft are, are no older than five years old. Most of them are, are sometimes inside of a year, um, and you are going to fly with one of our flight instructors and go wherever you want. And most people that are in this part of the country. Uh, if they're here just on business or for fun, they want to go see some of the sites. So they're going to combine the uh, the experience of taking your first flight lesson um, and compound it with uh, being over top of the Hoover Dam, Lake Mead, Grand Canyon, wherever it is that you want to go, um, provided airspace is not a, a conflict. But uh, we'll, we'll let you take the controls and and steer the airplane and uh, and go where you want to go. I think that's such a cool idea. And so many people have thought, gee, I'd like to do that, but, oh, you know, do I get the time and so forth? What a better way to find out if this is for you, right? I mean, you must exactly. have had some people that said, like, I just thought I was going to do this once. Now I want to I wanna take full lessons, get my license so I can fly around. Um, yeah, once you get a taste of the freedom that aviation uh, brings into your life, um, it, it's pretty addicting. Um, so people will often, you know, go home and say, I, I want to learn how to fly and do this on my own <laughs> everywhere that I go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's it's very much, uh, 
you know, it's a lifestyle. It's it's a you know an experience that uh, you know it's 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 amazing to be honest with you. Yeah, and it's and it's different these days. I remember back when I was a little kid, and you'd look in uh, one of the news magazines or so forth, and you'd always see these things, and it was aimed strictly at businessmen. Hey, this could be uh, a better, more effective way to use your time with sales and all that. But now, it's still important to those business people, but especially what's happening in the whole aviation world as we see it, I would imagine you're getting a lot of people that are looking at it that maybe wouldn't have in the past, but now suddenly it's for a lot of people. Uh, yeah, flying on the airlines is miserable right now. Um, so people that want to, you know, not have uh, all these mandates and all the, the security lines and, um, you know, right now everything seems to be overbooked and full flights, um, you know, it, it's it's not a fun experience. <laughs> um, so people are, are absolutely looking at uh, trying to figure out a way to do it on their own. Um, and you don't have to own a plane. You, you can rent airplanes all over this country. Uh, we, of course, use Cirrus airplanes primarily. Um, so some of the, the, the more modern and sophisticated um, aircraft. Um, but there's there's really a plane, I think, for any budget, to be honest with you. Yeah, well, you know, and that's what's really kind of cool about this is I grew up, you used to get those really small little planes, which could be fun, I, I don't doubt. But when I looked at what you guys offer, I mean, this is like top-of-the-line stuff. It's it's not uh, some old plane from the uh, World War II days. This is a no. lot. <laughs> Talk about, because there's primarily three sure. planes, right? Uh, yeah, so it, it's, I liken it to like you're flying in a Tesla. Um, it's very, very much, uh, you know, computer screens and technologically advanced. Um, so it, it, the the thing that intimidates a lot of people about aviation is just how antiquated a lot of those uh, dials and gauges are that you just mentioned. Uh, but modern aircraft are, are very much uh, laid out in a, in a modern way. Uh, they're pretty intuitive. You know where you are. You know how fast you're going. You know what altitude you're at without having to... Uh, you know, reverse engineer how this this gauge was made, and then you know, modern uh, safety features uh, are all integrated into the airplanes, especially that we use. Uh, we have airbags and roll cages and things that you would expect to find um, in in cars have now made their way into airplanes. But what makes the Cirrus plane particularly special um, is that it has a parachute for the entire airplane. Um, so if, if heaven forbid something happens, um, you know, say your engine doesn't work or something like that, you just pull a handle and the plane floats back down to the ground. Um, so it's, it's got a whole bunch of safety features. That is really cool. But the other thing too, is people need to realize too, it isn't like you throw them, here's the keys, go, go to it. Uh, you got somebody in there that's with you, that's going with you. Cause this is really kind of a kind of that first test drive. Let's see if we like it. And then if you do, then you have to do all the things that's involved with learning how to do this properly. But that all said, it's pretty comforting to know that about the parachute. I'd never heard of that. That's fantastic. Uh, yeah, absolutely. No, it's it's uh, the number one selling airplane, I think, as a result of that safety feature. Um, but, you know, it's one of those things you hope you never see, right? In right. Your, <laughs> your, in your car, you, you never want to see the airbags in your car. Uh, just like you never want to see the parachute out of your plane. Uh, but it, it is nice to know that it's there. We're going to talk about what this, because people probably said, that, that sounds so cool, but it must be out of my price range. And I was really surprised to find out this actually is affordable. We'll get into specifics, but 
the price goes into like really, I guess, how much time you're there, right, and which model you choose to use. Exactly. Yeah. So it's it's a la carte sort of price, and just because we have several different models of aircraft, and and obviously the 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 ones that burn less fuel and and are a little less powerful cost less, and uh, of course rent for less. Um, but um, it. The, the SR-20 is our entry-level airplane, um, and that rents for $370 an hour. Um, and then our flight instructor is 100 bucks an hour. Um, so in essence, you know, if you went out for a one-hour flight, you're, you're spending 500 bucks. Back with more in just a moment from Paul Salek, president of All In Aviation. For great classic sports, it's sports, R-A-C-X, which is available on radio stations nationwide and wherever you listen to podcasts. That's sports, R-A-C-X. It's short for Sports Rock and Tours. And later on Sports Rock and Tours, part two of our conversation with one of the top football writers in America, Ray Didinger, who covered the Philadelphia Eagles for decades and has just retired. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Manchie, coast to coast on the Talk Media Network. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. Call 800-923-8625. That's 800-923-8625. You hear Mr. Big every week on this show. Now Mr. Big invites you to visit him online and save some money. All his books are now on Kindle, and he's got a variety of books, fiction and nonfiction, including The Life and Times of Frank Balisteri, books on casino games, and much more. You can buy the Kindle and save even more money. Go to MilwaukeeMob.com. That's MilwaukeeMob.com. That's MilwaukeeMob.com. Man, I had a rough night's sleep. Boy, I got a letter from the IRS yesterday and I I just couldn't sleep. Man, I'm dying here. Somebody help me. IRS problems affect more than just your finances. If you're ready to take back control of your life and you owe more than $10,000, you need to call the tax doctor. Their expert staff can immediately protect you from the IRS and state collectors and get you the best possible tax settlement guaranteed. The IRS has recently released new programs geared in helping struggling taxpayers where you may qualify to settle your tax debt and wipe out up to 85% or more of what you currently owe. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, call the tax doctor right now. See if you qualify to pay less. Call 800-511-6983. That's 800-511-6983. Again, 800-511-6983. That's 800-511-6983.
let's return to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You are listening to Paul Salek, president of All In Aviation, which offers modern, high-performance aircraft to clients while introducing them to the serious life. Just in, in quick round numbers, uh, whereas if you wanted to take the turbo, you know, the, the one with all the, the cool, modern, technologically advanced features over and above what's standard, but a whole bunch of Gucci fun stuff, um, it might be 800 bucks for that same hour um, that you're going to go with the instructor. So, um, and keep in mind that there's, there's not just two seats in the plane. Uh, there's, it's like a car. So if you want to uh, share the experience with your loved one, uh, they might sit in the back seat uh, and, and just observe and look at all the cool sights outside. So um, it's, uh, it, it's something that can be shared uh, with up to, there's five seats in the airplane, and one of them has to be one of our in-flight instructors. Um, comfortably, um, you know, the, there's four seats to be used. So most people would take maybe their, their spouse and then, you know, one other person. And again, you talk about 500 bucks and so forth. Well, anybody that's been to Vegas, okay, first of all, it's going to be probably cheaper than a Raider game if you go there. Yeah, and, sure. and, you know, even I think of, and I've never understood it, but we love people to come to Vegas and do whatever they want to do. And for some people, they'll spend much more than that just to have a cabana by a pool. Sure. Well, that's all great and dandy, but this is a lifetime, once-in-a-lifetime thing. I, I really think, actually, I was surprised it was really as affordable as it was let's talk about some of the packages because some of these packages are really good what happens in vegas that's the name of the package uh that's kind of your traditional stuff and people will be really familiar with what you do on that kind of talk about what you get for that well again everything is about learning uh, about flying an airplane so you know we try to you know make you have something that uh, that motivates you, but it, it's a flight lesson here in the local area. Um, and a lot of people don't want to go all the way to the Grand Canyon, for example. They just want to say, "Hey, I want to feel the controls. I want to take off. I want to do a landing. Uh, do maybe a couple. You know, um, we call them steep turns. They're really not that steep, but do a couple turns. Um, you know, and just familiarize their, themselves with uh, the the Las Vegas local area um, and just how an airplane flies." Now, first of all, this is a silly question, but I got to ask: Is sure. it a daytime only activity, or can this actually be done at night as well? Um, so it can be done at night, but to be honest, you know, there's not as much to see at night, um, and people tend to get a little bit more spatially disoriented at mm-hmm. nighttime just because you don't have a reference to the ground, and when you take your body three dimensions for the first time um you know i like telling people that they should have uh, you know reference to a horizon you know being able right. to see where the earth <laughs> is at um on day one is is a better experience but it's not that you can't do it it's just not as for an entry level first time uh it's a daytime uh, experience but now you mentioned entry level can somebody go that's had a few lessons that kind of thing i mean it's not just strictly a straight beginner is it uh anybody yeah i mean in fact we have a jet here that we uh we also rent out uh that's really at the the upper end of the the price spectrum but we get people from all over the world that know that in Las Vegas you can rent a jet and fly it at the controls with one of our instructors. 
so we we get people that uh, that seek us out just for that. And these people are often already aviators, right? It, it doesn't mm-hmm. make a whole yeah. lot of sense for your first flight to be in a jet, um, but right. you know people will come and. Uh, fly for an hour in our jet, and that might cost them two thousand um, bucks. But you're flying in a jet, so um, it's not something I'd primarily push on on an entry level uh, option. But yeah, experienced people often want to be able to put some jet time in their logbook. Well, yeah, and I think that's probably something too. That's when you get to that next level. You want to okay, I can I can fly. I'm comfortable and so forth. Now let me you know take on a jet. Now that's the you call that the dealer's choice, right? Where you can uh, do <laughs> yep. all that. Which I, again, great title. A uh, couple of others you have uh, bucket list topper, and I think I mean bucket list is always something when you think about this kind of thing. And I love what you're doing, Paul, because what it amounts to is you're allowing people the opportunity. I think a lot of people have that on their bucket list, but it just isn't practical or, or they don't want to go out and go to some little small airport and where they live and so forth. But boy, you make this part of your trip and it becomes something entirely doable. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I have not met somebody that has said, no, nah, I've never ever wanted to try to fly. Um, it normally is something that, you know, I think we're all born with it, looking at birds fly like, I wonder what it's like. Um, so it, it is. It is something that that almost every person, unless they're wildly sick or something like that from motion sickness, uh, that, that people want to try out. And uh, and it's accessible here. Uh, we're just like 15 minutes off the strip. More with Paul Salick, president of All In Aviation, offering you an opportunity to cross, be a pilot off your bucket list in a big way, or just experience the sights and style. Mr. Big is here talking about a gangster, businessman, and casino owner who was often referred to as Mr. Las Vegas. Time again to bring in Mr. Big, presenting Vegas Crime Blotter, a look back at the history of Vegas and the mob. And today, Mr. Big, we're going to talk specifically about a great boxer from Vegas, Sonny Liston, and his dealings with Mo Dalitz. Tell us all about it. Well, sir, in one corner, we have Sonny Liston, a wall over six-foot man, heavyweight champion of the world. He was big. He was bad. He grew up in rough times. He had to make some hard decisions. His later in his life, he would descend into alcoholism and heroin abuse. In the other corner, we have Mo Dalitz. About this time, he's in his 60s. He's not doing well in health. He will soon, well, he'll die later on in his life from heart issues, which started to affect him in his 50s. He's small. He's light of build. He's soft-spoken. He likes to help people. Little do people realize that Mo also grew up in the great wilds of Ohio. He ran with some really hardcore, tough gangsters. He was one of the Jewish gangsters. He put up with, with no shit. He was no one to trifle with. So one day we find Mo in one city in the bar. We find Sonny Liston at the bar. Sonny is drunk. Sonny decides to start harassing Mo. He starts calling him slurs. He starts acting like he's going to punch him. And Mr. Mo says so simply, if you hit me, you better kill me. Because if I get back up this floor, I'm going to make a phone call, and you'll be dead tonight. Needless to say, Mr. Liston packs his bag and leaves that hotel that evening. I say... Mr. Dellitz gets a TKO. 
<laughs> well, and you can hear great stories like that every week on Vegas Crime Blotter. Also, make sure to pick up uh, Mr. Big's book, The Life and Times of Frank Ballesteri, The Last Most Powerful Godfather of Milwaukee. You can get it on Amazon. Thanks, Mr. Big. Well, thank you, Mr. Big. We will hear from you once again next week. And remember, check out everything about Mr. Big at MilwaukeeMob.com. That's MilwaukeeMob.com, a place to get great books on crime and gambling and some cool merchandise, MilwaukeeMob.com. You are listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Mangi nationwide on the Talk Media Network. Ciao, I am Giada Valenti. You are listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You are listening to Vegas Never Sleeps. I'm Stephen Maggi, and I'm chatting with Paul Salek, president of All In Aviation. Well, and you know, another thing you have, let's tell people about that, and then we're going to tell them how they can get more. But, but I love this. It's called It's On Me. It's gift certificates. I think one of the really cool gifts you could give somebody is, you know, here's like, you know, I know that you can do whatever you want, but you can start at 500 bucks. But if you want to give somebody something that they'll be talking about not only at dinner that night, but years from then, that'll, that'll be no matter whether they never flew again or they become a pilot, whatever, or anything in between. I think it's a great way. What do they need to do? Is it just a matter of reaching out? Can we go online, or how do we uh, yeah. get that? Uh, so we don't have online gift certificates, but if you get a hold of our uh, flight training advisor, uh, the answers are our main number that we'll give you here in a little bit. Um, they would uh, they would take down. It's basically a gift certificate for our flight school. Well, and we have things all over town that people come and, you know, you hear that only in Vegas or, you know, that kind of thing. But this certainly could be one of those. And, and I just think it has legs to it. You know, it's people are going to remember this. You will not forget the time you went up and uh, took the wheel. <laughs> you just <won't>. Exactly. <laughs> you really, really won't. And we take a lot of pictures. You know, you get, uh, you get the, the nice shot of you at the controls flying the airplane and, uh, loading up into the into the cockpit, and you know, remember you're, you're wearing a headset, so it's it's yeah. kind of a fun, you know, Instagram sort of moment. To be honest with you, and is there like a little classroom beforehand, or do you just yeah. get them? That's yep. what I guess. And what do you need to go over the basics and so forth? Absolutely. Sort of just, uh, you, we have briefing rooms that you get to meet your instructor and then talk about what the mission of the day is going to be. Familiarize yourself just very generally with airspace, like, hey, this is what we have to stay away from. This is why we're going to level off at this altitude. Sort of just point out um, the, the, the local um, geography and, and specifics. And then you go out and do a little pre-flight together. Um, it is your first lesson, so we sort of walk you around like here's some of the things that you look for as a pilot um, checking the oil and the fuel and checking the tires and making sure that all the the flight controls are moving nice and freely um, and then you get in the plane and uh, and start start it up and uh, learn how to taxi um, oftentimes that's one of the more tricky things because um, you know in cars we steer with our hands mm -hmm. uh, right on a steering wheel but in an airplane you steer with your feet 
Um, so it's getting used to using a rudder pedal and um, yeah, <laughs> and then taking off is is one of those <laughs> holy cow sort of moments. I, I can't believe I'm doing this, and um, it, it it just it keeps getting better. That is cool. Well, everybody now is excited, so let's tell them how to do it. First of all, that you said the two airports, Henderson Executive Airport and North Las Vegas Airport. Easy. Both of those are very accessible to get to. Yeah. You can, it's a short uh, cab ride or Uber or whatever. You can get there real easy. Absolutely, yep. So if you uh, look us up, we're at allinaviation.com, and then uh, our phone number is 702-ALL-IN-22 because you're going to probably fly in an SR-22. Uh, that is 255-4622 are the numbers. Um, you'll probably then uh, get a hold of our flight training advisor, and he will work to get your first flight lesson um, scheduled. So that's that's the best way. Uh, you could, of course, email us through our contact info. We get a lot of people that, that uh, reach out that way, mm-hmm. and then uh, we'll respond with uh, you know how to how to get engaged. And you got some fun stuff on social media on what Facebook, Instagram, and such. Yep, yep. We're on. Uh, those are the main two, of course. Uh, we try to, you know, have aspirational sort of posts about, you know, people that are uh, reaching milestones. A lot of times, first solo, where they, the you know, first time you fly an airplane without an instructor in the airplane. So we have a lot of pictures of that, and when they get their license, and um, just, uh, you know, lifestyle type stuff on people that are flying cool places and have cool pictures to share. So uh, we think, we think it's, you know, aviation can be a lifestyle and uh, taken your family to places that you've always wanted to go. You want to do it. It's all in aviation. You can go to www.allinaviation.com. All in aviation, a great thing for your next trip. And if you live in the Vegas area, you can go over there anytime. Hey, Paul, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Hey, thank you so much. We uh, we hope that, that all your listeners uh, want to go all in. The words Vegas and party seem to just go together, but that doesn't mean you can't have a great party in your own home. Let's ask America's first master sommelier, Eddie Osterlin, exactly how. You're a big believer in you don't just serve one wine. You can serve more. Is that kind of a way people can have fun, especially at these parties? Like, see which one of these you like and kind of do kind of their own tasting with uh, some things that they've picked out, again, through either a, a local psalm or, you know, your wine master, what have you. Well, I think one thing that's, that you could do that's different, and that is that so often when you go to someone's house and they're having a fish course and they're doing a Chardonnay and they're having a meat course and they're doing a Cabernet, that's what everybody else says. People's palates are as uniquely different as their fingerprints. No one tastes the wine the same way. No one has the same take on it. So you might want to maybe get four wines, two whites, one kind of off dry, slightly fruity, and one dry, two reds, one light bodied, one full bodied, open them all, put them on the island, and as people come in, go, here, try these wines. My wife and I, we like all of these wines, and see which one you like, and then when we sit down for somebody to eat, you know, bring whichever one you want, and you'll find people bring all different wines back. So that's transferring the power to your guests, saying, have what you want, you know, rather than saying you're having this because the wife and I like this and you're having that because the wife and I like that. You don't, you know, you just want to give them a little more flexibility. So I would suggest doing something like that. Now, I also said to you before, <clears throat> you know, if you serve somebody a glass of wine, here, see, what do you think? What do you think compared to what? Well, when you taste that glass of Chardonnay, let's say, what can you compare it to? 
Well, compared to something you had last week or last night, do you think you can remember accurately what you had last week or last night? I want to tell you something that's very difficult unless you're professionally trained. Therefore, I learned this in school in Bordeaux, that because it's so different to see the, the subtle differences between two wines, you need to do them side by side, which means you've got to serve two wines at a time or three. And so I love when people come over giving them two wines and choosing some kind of theme whether it's um, Pinot Noirs from Oregon versus Pinot Noirs from California, put those things out there in front of people. Don't tell them which is which. And say, taste the wines first and decide, which one do you like? Don't ask where it comes from. Just, it's up to you. I mean, a wine is good if you like it. And it doesn't, it doesn't need a, a, a point score from some judge or anything like that. You need to taste wines because, as I said, you will, you will see that everybody likes different wines. So it's kind of fun and it's kind of intellectual to pop people with two wines, and I serve them before the dinner. Because if you, if you serve the wine after you drop the food, the people start munching on the food, and when they reach for that wine, all they're thinking about is something to wash their food down with. Whereas if you're given two wines beforehand and say, one of these wines comes from Long Island, one of these wines comes from Virginia, which one do you, which one do you like? That's all they got. That's sort of their homework. That's their the pre pre-game warm-up they have, and then you have it with the food. So you're looking different by serving two wines, and every time you go to the store, I mean, every time I put a wine in my wine cabinet, I'm looking for, well, what am I going to compare it to? So they're in there in pairs, and that's just being different, and that's, that's half the fun of this thing I do called Power Entertaining. It's just, you know, when you go to my house, you don't know what to expect. You don't know what's behind door number two. Uh, I tell them this, and I go do that. It's kind of fun. Thanks, Eddie. You are listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Manji, coast to coast on the Talk Media Network. Greece is cheap. But the airfare costs a fortune. Paris? Not much closer. And again, airfare... What about Puerto Vallarta? Let's face it, flying anywhere is just too expensive. Wait, what's this? Low-cost airlines. With one call to low-cost airlines, you'll drastically slash your travel costs. We're talking insanely low airline prices to any of your favorite destinations. Where would you like to go? London, Rome, Costa Rica, Australia? Wow, that's cheap. So why wait? Call now to learn how crazy cheap it is to fly anywhere in the U.S. or international. Our prices are so low, we can't publish them. The only way to get them is to call to instantly hear the most amazing best deals on airlines travel it's that easy so call now and start packing call right now 800-267-1806 800-267-1806 800-267-1806 that's 800-267-1806 if you're living with diabetes and using insulin you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor or CGM you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call the Diabetic Health Hotline today and learn about the latest CGM technology. A CGM can immediately reduce pain. It's accurate, easy to use, and helps you make better diabetes treatment decisions. And if you have Medicare, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Plus, get free shipping, and we'll bill your insurance company for you. Call now to receive your new continuous glucose monitor at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Paid for by U.S. Medical Supply. 
Call 800-273-2295. That's 800-273-2295. Again, 800-273-2295. That's 800-273-2295. Welcome back to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Welcome back to Vegas Never Sleeps. Time now to chat with your Vegas insider, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com. I saw you write something the other day. I'm always checking Vital Vegas, as everybody should. And one thing I really liked was you talked about some of the myths about Vegas. And especially now, people are talking about this like, okay, you know, casinos are windowless traps. and They have no clocks. And I've been hearing this for years. You're saying a lot of that stuff is just way overhyped and exaggerated. It really isn't this big trap, so to speak, as we hear. Yeah, I mean, there's no denying that casinos are designed to keep you interested in their product. But if you walk into a grocery store, you're walking along this, the cereal aisle, they're putting their most you know high-profit items at eye level. It's so rudimentary in the business world. Casinos really get a bad rep. I work in marketing. I market downtown. I market casinos. So I, I'm not... I, you know, I'm fully open to the feedback that I'm kind of some kind of shill, but ultimately there's nothing different about what casinos do. It's not this nefarious thing. People talk about these. Uh, at one time, it's true. You would not have clocks in the casino, but now every person on earth carries a clock with them in their phone. It's not like it's some big sick secret about what time of day it is. And they're talking about the bathrooms are in the back. So it's to lure you in and they, they you know, they just Design the casino floor to be confusing so you get disoriented like a lot of this stuff is 15 and 20 years old if it was ever true one of the big ones you hear is they're pumping oxygen into the system so you're euphoric and you want to spend a lot of that stuff is just nonsense sometimes they pump in perfumes and fragrances that's just to cover up the smoke smell it's just not a practical purpose they're not pumping in oxygen and yes bathrooms are always as far away from the door as possible because you don't want everybody use, to use your restroom. It's in, true in department stores and every other kind of business. So, yeah, this was a, um, lately, it was a, uh, an article in Business Insider. I don't want to really plug them because it was poorly researched. They, there are absolutely things that casinos do, like any business, to keep you interested in their product. Their product is gambling and playing and having fun and the experience. But ultimately, it's not trickery. Nobody's trying to dupe anybody. Everybody knows that a, that a casino is full of slot machines, and slot machines give you a dopamine hit. But you're doing it for three days. You're not doing it every day of the year unless you're me. Uh, and those dopamine hits, it's like checking your email. If an email comes in, you get a little hit of dopamine. If you're on Twitter and you get a like, you get a little dopamine. It's the world is dopamine based casinos know it's happening they're not trying to trick anybody or dupe anybody it's it's old information um and i just you know i think casinos get a bad rap because there is this negative connotation of gambling but gambling is an entertainment expense of course you have problem gamblers it's less than one percent i think is the the statistic for people who have a problem gambling. But you know what? There's problem shoppers, too. There's that 1% of people who go to the mall and spend too much on shopping. There's people who spend too much on their credit cards. Like, there's, 
you know, but to, to view the casino world as some kind of evil empire that's trying to dupe people is just ridiculous. Well, thank you, Scott. Make sure to visit Scott every day at VitalVegas.com for the latest on Vegas happenings. Finally, we've heard from a lot of you about Tiger Todd's unique approach to homelessness. We're back with Tiger Todd, principal of Heroes Incorporated. He's the guy that invented Hero School, which we talk about every week on the show. We've gotten a lot of questions from people across the country, so we thought we would go through over the next few weeks and look at what we've got here and ask those questions to Tiger and get them answered for you. So the first one we got in, Tiger, is how do you define homelessness? And they said the, the, the problem with that in this uh, rather long email was it's, it's difficult to correct if it's, uh, they're concerned that if it, the longer it lasts, the harder it becomes. Can you kind of address that? I start by defining homelessness uh, with the human in mind, right? So I guess I call my philosophy human first. And uh, so I define homelessness by the first defining what a human is. If you go down the list of all the things that make a human, you have to decide that, okay, well, you know, people have said that humans have imagination, but there's one, you know, what I call a superpower. It was kind of the core to, you know, Creighton Hero School 20-some years ago. And that was this, that humans are unique to the planet in that humans become what they learn. Now, of course, it doesn't work for animals, so animals don't change into that. So back to this great question, how do you find, define homelessness? I, I have to start by how do you define homelessness with humans? Well, if humans become what they learn, then homeless is what you get in a human state, right? Emotional state, physical state, spiritual state, when someone has learned a certain subject, a certain course of training in the same way that someone would become an engineer. And so, and so it, you know, the easiest contrast is other people have defined homeless as someone without a house, right? We call that houseless, right? So uh, people that, you know, well, they're homeless because of drugs. Well, you know, that's maybe we'll call that drugs first. You know, we've had housing first. There's mental health first. But in this case, I start with the human. How did the human become this? I just have a question on that. So the, does that then include, like you, you mentioned their career, an engineer, and it is different than an accountant. Even the way they think of other things that have nothing to do with either discipline, they do have a different way of thinking. And then I guess you have to fit in there the background. So if you had a rough childhood or so, so forth, uh, depending on what that is, all that all fits into defining who that person is. Well, it certainly does. But as you know, you know back to the Jim Rohn quote, right, humans have a choice. Right. And we see those people who became hugely successful with tough backgrounds. And then we see those who, you know, became forever victims. You know, so so it, it, it can't be defined by what happens to us. We're defined by what actions we take in the face of those things. Right. That's almost right, right out of your Frankel man's search for meaning. And so, again, if I want to find a definition that always works, I have to go all the way upstream to the human level not downstream based on, you know, who we were born to, where we were born, what happened to me. Um, you know, because, yeah, all those things do add to our character. They add to the way in which we see the world, the way in which we deal with, you know, conflict. But look how quickly. Here, here's, a, here's a great exercise. Um, you know, a lot of people have said, well, it's because of this, or I was abused or beat. And those things are absolutely true and absolutely valid and absolutely horrible. And yet, just one thing, if someone says, well, it's, there's all this conflict in my life, 
Well, did you know that the only way that a movie, a motion picture, one that, you know, earns $100 million or, you know, $1.6 billion, the only way that movie works is with conflict. Yeah. Because there's a formula for that character's arc in that movie. The only way that character can change to become a success, to become the person that can save the day, save grandma, save the house, save the world, is if they undergo this change and that journey toward becoming that character begins with conflict. So now, if I just tell you, well, you need to have conflict in order to become what you want to become, all of a sudden in that person's brain, they start to say, oh, I, I, then I'm looking forward to conflict. Do you, do you notice how just a new definition of these terms helps us either embrace them or run from them? We'll have more questions for Tiger Todd of Hero School next week. In the meantime, learn all you can about Hero School, which ignites rapid and lasting change with the homeless, houseless, and hopeless at the speed of movies. And you can do that by visiting heroschool.us. That's heroschool.us. Coming up next to Sports Rock and Tours, go to Sports RACX wherever you listen to podcasts. That's Sports RACX, short for Sports Rock and Tours. And please follow both Vegas Never Sleeps and Sports Rockin' Tours on all social media platforms, including Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And thanks for listening today. This is Stephen Maggi reminding you, Vegas Never Sleeps. Vegas, here we go! Are you being audited and do you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes? Is the IRS threatening to take more of your money? Don't fight the IRS alone. The tax doctor is here to help you negotiate a lower tax bill. The IRS can freeze your assets and seize your bank accounts, but you can stop these IRS actions. The tax doctor will fight for you using industry secrets that can stop any IRS actions, eliminate penalties and interest, and reduce your past tax bill so you pay the IRS less. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, call the tax doctor now for a free IRS audit emergency review. Call 800-515-4956. That's 800-515-4956. Again, 800-515-4956. That's 800-515-4956.